Hi you guys, welcome to episode 13 of Vibing in Valentino. Okay, so before we get into the conversation, I'm going to share with you guys my weekly weakness, something I'm obsessed with this week. If you guys follow me on Twitter or Snapchat or Instagram, you might have seen me snap, tweet, or just mention the show (laughs) All-American. Um... It's on Netflix. I think it, sh- it airs on CW, but it's such a good show. But it's a corny show. It's like a corny good show, if that makes sense. Mind you, okay, CW is the network with Gossip Girl, 90210, Vampire Diaries. So it's along the lines of those teen shows, okay? Like if I was in high school, I would be obsessed this would have fueled my taste in men even more. So, um, <laughs> I mean, it's a very typical teen show. There's drugs, there's cheating, there's football. All the guys are so fine in that show. Honestly, in its extra corny times, that is what has kept me going watching the show, and I actually really highly recommend it to all the ladies. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not oscar worthy by any means and the plot line is very like soap opera ish but it's a good show to watch if you're looking for like trashy not so complicated plot lines like you don't have to think too much you know you just gotta be on the outside looking into all the drama um it's a good show Okay, I just wanted to let you guys know that me and our gorgeous guest, we recorded this episode around New Year's, so you'll hear us mention things like Vlogmas, which is like a YouTube thing, and Christmas movies, and also about halfway through the conversation, you'll hear some noise from an apartment tour guide right outside the room that we were recording in because we were recording in the lobby of my apartment building, and I mean, I was going to cut it out, but... Honestly, it was such like a real peek into what goes on in the production of Vibing and Valentino, and I wanted to share it with you guys. Plus, it's also pretty funny, and our conversation had a really real and authentic flow to it, so I decided to keep it in. And I just wanted to remind you guys as well that if you guys want to book a one-hour fitness nutrition consult with me, if you guys want to purchase my eight-week workout plan that you guys can actually do at home, it's very minimal equipment at home friendly or if you guys just want to drop a line and say hi you guys can go straight to my website vibinginvalentino.com okay let's get right into our conversation this week our guest this week is so gorgeous she is a youtuber and instagram influencer and i found her videos about a year ago She's appeared on Huffington Post for her openness in sharing her student loan repayment journey and budgeting methods, but her channel contains everything from beauty to fitness to general life hacks. And trust me when I say you're definitely going to want to learn some tips and tricks from her. Asia Dang, welcome to Vibing Valentino. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? All the good stuff. I'm originally from Honolulu, Hawaii, and then I moved to San Francisco for undergrad. Mm -hmm. So let's say 2005 to about 2011. Okay. And then I came down here for grad school, Mm -hmm. and then I just stayed. (laughs) You know what? That story is just like mine. Really? Yeah, just like mine. So um, 
I'm Thai, and then I went to Virginia for undergrad, and okay. then I came out here for grad school and just stayed. Too. Where did you go? To grad school? Yeah. Cal Poly Pomona. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I went to USC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just, I mean, I just don't have any place else to go, yeah. really. What was your grad school degree in? So I have my bachelor's in marketing mm-hmm. and my master's in broadcast journalism. Oh, so you're kind mm-hmm. of doing like in your degree. Yeah, I mean, I, I never set out to be in YouTube yeah. at all. It's just, um, well, it started, when did it start? Oh, I guess it did start when I was in LA. Um, when I was in grad school, my yeah. first year, everyone was everyone knew exactly what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And um, most of it had to deal with like really hard news. They yeah. wanted to do war journalism and political journalism I'm like oh my god I just yeah. like want to watch entertainment all the time right like can I just write for Cosmo yeah exactly <laughs> but um so I was trying to think and there's really at that time when I went to USC there wasn't actually any good entertainment journalism classes which wow. is shocking yeah um so before then I actually worked when I was in San Francisco I worked in sports so I started to think well you know what what would be my ideal show and mm-hmm. it for some reason turned out to be a sports show where I would interview athletes and they would teach me how to play their position oh wow and I thought about it and I was like who would like be the network that would be interested in this and at this time Maxim magazine was huge mm-hmm. it was incredibly popular yeah and they were doing their like hometown hotties search. And I was like, okay, so I'm gonna apply for hometown hotties. I'm gonna make it to the top 10. I'm gonna pitch my idea to these people and I'm gonna win and they're gonna give me my show. And looking back at it, I was like just so delusional. But it ended up working out. <laughs> I made it and I didn't win, but I was able to talk to people who I needed to talk to yeah. at the magazine about my show. Yeah. And this is when, um, online content video content was getting popular so they were actually trying to build their online content Mm -hmm. and um, yeah (laughs) we had a show it was called Maxim Sports one-on-one I interviewed like Shaq Floyd Mayweather Danica Patrick everyone we went to the Super Bowl and everything it was really fun Um, and then from there I worked at Fox Sports yeah and at Fox Sports it was a little bit less fun yeah it's a little more serious more serious and they hired me to do something fun but they wouldn't let me do it because at on network television you know there's red tape everywhere someone has to approve whereas at max magazine they're like here's money just do whatever you want you're funny we get it um so at that point i was like okay this sucks i don't wanna because my dream was always to be on television right? right i always wanted to have travel show and be on network television and then when I got there I was like ooh I don't like it I need to be in control of my content Mm -hmm. and then um, at that time I I had a YouTube channel just because I had to get one for grad school actually Mm -hmm. they made us get one just like they made me get me a Twitter so yeah that was an assignment and yeah but they didn't really tell us how to use it, so yeah. it was like, whatever. Um, so I always, I had like little videos here and there, uh-huh. um, but when Fox Sports started like depleting my energy is when I went full into it, because I was like, well, this is an outlet that I can use right. where I can do whatever the, whatever I want. Yeah, you can curse on here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Um, and then that's kind of just where it started. Yeah. yeah. Let's go back a little bit. I want to talk about like growing up for you. You grew up in Hawaii and mm-hmm. you're half Asian. Mm-hmm. And what is your background, by the way? So I'm half Chinese and then quarter Welsh. Okay. And I, 
Oh, wait. Yeah, quarter Welsh. Because I, I thought my entire life I was a quarter Welsh, quarter Slovenian. Okay. But I took one of those DNA tests, uh-huh. and I'm a quarter French, not Slovenian. Oh. Because my grandma was adopted, so everyone just, like, assumed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been living a lie my whole life. But I'm <laughs> French and Welsh. Yeah. So you're, like, this exotic center. But growing up, was it difficult for you to find your identity being mixed race? or? Um... I wouldn't say that because everyone in Hawaii is mixed race. Okay. Everyone, most, the majority of people yeah. are Asian. Yeah. Um, but I definitely felt myself leaning more into my white side. Yeah. Like I, I wear these color contacts, and yeah. be like, oh my god, no, my eyes are naturally green. Like <laughs> what? I'm gonna pretend to lie about my eyes. <laughs> Look, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I would just lean into the white side of my like ethnicity because most of the popular girls in my school were white. Mm-hmm. And um, I just never, I don't know, I kind of grew out of that. I think yeah. when I went to San Francisco, everyone embraced kind of their Asian-ness yeah. more. Yeah. And um, also not being at home, mm-hmm. I felt like I could kind of be myself a little bit more. Yeah. 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 I feel that way whenever I go back to Thailand. It's mm-hmm. like, I can't, I'm more myself in LA. And then whenever I go back home, I'm like, this you have to be conservative you have oh, to oh, be for sure yeah i mean that's like a different thing like that's a cultural thing yeah for you. yeah for me it was just like a personal insecurity mm-hmm. but yeah i couldn't imagine yeah doing do you that. do you live here like full-time or do you have no yeah i live in la full-time <clears throat> okay. i still have my family in hawaii but i don't have really i don't have time to go there as often yeah. as i like yeah <clears throat> We're in, um, you said Honolulu, right? Mm-hmm. It's so pretty over there. I yeah. love it over there. I know. It's really, it's really calming. Every time I like go in the plane and just see as I land, it just gives me this whole sense of just calmness. Mm-hmm. And the other reason why I can't go home is that often is because I can't really work. I don't, I don't want to say I can't work. It's I don't work when I'm there. Yeah. Because that kind of just defeats the purpose, yeah. right? Um, so it just makes it a little bit more difficult to go home. But yeah, yeah it's I, I'm really grateful to have grown up there. Yeah. For sure. I've tried vlogging while I'm at home, but I find... I think I've seen that. I've yeah. seen one of your Hawaii like, videos. Yeah, it's just... It just takes away from family time. Yeah. So I don't even do that. Yeah. Nonetheless, like, answer emails. Like, yeah. forget it. Yeah. I'll yeah. see you, like, in two weeks. How do you plan, like, your, your days of, like, rest and work? And, like, how do you separate the two? Because when you are your own brand, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to not keep it going all yes. the time. It's, um, <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. I am exhausted all the time. Yeah. But um, I'm also like a really bad influencer. I'm not posting on Instagram every day. Like some days I'm just completely MIA. Yeah. Um, which is why my growth has been like slow compared to a lot of other people's. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, that's the trick, right? Is to find balance. But yeah. when, like you said, when your brand is you yeah, and it's hard. just you giving yourself to everyone, it's really hard to do that. Yeah. Because even for me, like, I have to, like, make sure that, you know, I have posts ready for the week, mm-hmm. and then you have to plan things. See, that's, dance. you're way far ahead of me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't plan anything except for my YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. How do you even do that? Like, how do you know which kind of content would go out on what week, or, you know? Well, honestly, it's kind of just, like, the thing about my channel is that it's just me living my life. Yeah. 
so the only thing that I know needs to go out is my monthly budget videos the first like basically the first day of the month that's mm -hmm. the only thing that's guaranteed on mm -hmm. my channel yeah everything else is like well you know what am I gonna do today yeah. let's just figure it out <laughs> yeah I'm I'm, ter I'm terrible at it but that kind of adds to authenticity of your yeah of your your video yeah I mean I definitely tried to be one of those planners because when I first started YouTube you would like Google how to be successful on YouTube and I was like plan your content plan your content yeah. and I tried to do that and I found myself trying to copy other YouTubers and their content and that's just very unauthentic to me yeah so I would, when I first started YouTube, I would watch what, like, It's Judy Time, Jen mm -hmm. M, Claire Marshall, and they all have, like, their certain vibes and mm -hmm. aesthetics, and I tried to, like, copy that, mm -hmm. and it just seemed forced. Yeah. And then after, like, years of trying to figure out what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. um, I was able to find my voice, I yeah. guess. Yeah. It takes a while, but I think, do you think that you learn from copying people at first? Yeah, I mean, there's... The only way to start is to just do, yeah. right? So you have to make mistakes in the beginning. And as long as you're like really paying attention to what feels right for you mm -hmm. and what kind of audience you want to build, then you can adjust what you want to adjust. Yeah. I read the Huffington Post article in your mm -hmm. videos. And how did you decide you wanted to talk about that particular topic? Um, so it started during vlogmas of 2017 mm -hmm. and vlogmas is basically when youtubers vlog every day during mm -hmm. until christmas yeah. it's just a thing yeah um and then that day i couldn't i was dog sitting as my side hustle mm -hmm. and then i also couldn't afford my student loan payment and for some reason i just <laughs> decided to vlog it i mean because uh -huh. that was that was what happened in my day and mm -hmm. that's just quintessentially vlogmas right yeah um, and then I uploaded it, and at that point, no one really watched my vlogmas, so I didn't really think anyone yeah. would pay attention to it. And then everyone paid attention to it. Yeah. And um, I had no intention of going into becoming this like financial guru, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, but it kind of just fell into my lap because for a lot of people, I was the only person who talked about money or debt or student mm -hmm. loans or anything. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm, I am capable of taking on this responsibility. Yeah. And um, it helped me personally stay on track and then just pay off my loans too. So yeah. it worked out. How long did it take for you to really transition to doing YouTube full-time? Because I feel like... I think yeah. there's a lot of misconceptions that it happens like off rip, mm -hmm. but there's also a misconception that you guys make so much money mm -hmm. off of YouTube mm -hmm. like quick. Yeah, I mean, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, uh, people that watch my budget videos know that I do make a lot of money mm -hmm. now. Yeah. I mean, what, four years ago, yes. I made $20,000 a year. Like, period yeah that was it yeah but also I make a lot of money but also brands don't pay me on time so even like right now I haven't been paid in a month and I'm still waiting for payment from May so it's <gasps> like yeah mm -hmm. and then I mean they know I have this whole thing with ASICs who didn't pay me for two years and it's what? just that's just how it is like in the industry right now and it's really crazy but yeah like living off of quote-unquote like influencer mm -hmm. work which I hate that word yeah um is really difficult um it took me when I transitioned to YouTube full-time it took me about three years to be able to not have to well that's not true because I still worry about money yeah because of situations like that yeah. but it took me three years to 
live off of it. Yeah. 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 I think people think it's an overnight growth. It's because when you see stories about YouTubers and them making money, it's those overnight successes yeah. that stick into your mind. But yeah. the reality is, is that's not that's not true at all it, yeah. for most of us. Yeah. For I think in all platforms too, because um, there's this huge blogger that I follow. And she was completely open about the fact that she didn't make a, a single cent off her blog and for three years as well. <laughs> and it's like, I think people will see that exponential growth that happens and they think you, if they're oh, they're really booming now, mm-hmm. and they don't see all the previous like foundation work that has had to go into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the comment I get most now in my budget videos mm-hmm. is because I, I was able to pay off all my debt, $200,000 in two years. Yeah. And people now are like, well, that's because you make a lot of money. I was like, but you're totally missing the whole point of the whole two years of me not making any money right, to be right. able to pay this. Right. So it's just really easy to see someone's like end yeah. and then forget that they had a beginning. Yeah. That's so true. And then people think it's easier than it seems. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm so tired. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Will you walk us like through like a day in your life? Yeah. I mean, Vlogmas is just a really great example yeah. because you do that. And I wish I, like, the next step for me is being able to hire a team because mm-hmm. I do it all myself. Yeah. So that um, being able to just hire like an editor at the oh very least would yeah. lift a lot off of my shoulders. But um, yeah, so I wake up, I walk my dogs, I go work out, I make everyone breakfast, mm-hmm. and then I have to get ready and shoot. And then that shooting doesn't really take that long of a time, yeah. depending on what kind of content. Um, my budget videos take about an hour because it's very straightforward. Mm-hmm. But if I wanted to do like a beauty tutorial or yeah. something, that takes a little bit longer. But editing can at, can take at least two hours. Yeah. And sometimes it'll take like thirteen hours. Yeah. Depending on you know again the content what, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then if it's a branded v- video, then you have to send it to get a get approved. it approved. And then sometimes you have to make changes, which I. Hate. I get so mad when Brett's request changes, but it's just part of the job. Yeah. Um, and then you just like this back and forth, uh-huh. and then you have to upload it, and then you have to do a thumbnail and tags yeah. and all this and this and this, and yeah. that's an hour in itself. Yeah. So it's like really not easy. Yeah. Um, but again, I can work out like at home in my sweatpants, and right. it's fine. Right. So it's like, <laughs> there's worse things I could be doing. So I try not to com- complain too much about it. It's yeah. just. It's again just trying to find that balance of yeah. work and like when do you shut things off? Yeah. Which to me is like around 10 p.m. Yeah. Every night. It's like when you are your brand and like you're in the growth phase of things, my brain is constantly like it's draining because it feels like the power is always on and mm-hmm. it's just my batteries are like draining because yeah. it's like you have to keep thinking about like strategies to grow or strategies yeah. to market and you know like honestly i am convinced that there's really no strategy to growth it is all fucking luck like is it? honestly i truly 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 believe that i mean obviously you need to like as a podcaster you have to be consistent on yeah. posts yeah but there also has to be and you have to be authentic mm-hmm. but like outside of that yeah like what the fuck yeah it's like I don't even know like uh, for my Instagram I swear I have not grown in two years 
but my YouTube has grown exponentially yeah. in one year. Yeah. So it's like you, I, I am so confused. Yeah, I don't get it. It's just whatever, yeah. whatever the jackpot hits. So I just like try to like I remain myself yeah. and just <laughs> see who it like who connects with it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I don't try to spend too much time worrying about like growth. Not growth, but just like planning, like po- planning my posts. What do I think yeah. will do that do well? Do well? I just do what I want, and if it ends up doing well, then cool. Yeah. But I'm not gonna like exhaust myself yeah. to try and gain more followers yeah. because you know I have I have enough. Yeah. For now, Instagram changed up their whole dynamic. Oh, yeah. It so screwed me. I know it's so bad. Mm-hmm. But how do you not let it bother you? Because I know some people it will bother them if mm-hmm. they don't see growth mm-hmm. every year, every mm-hmm. month. Yeah, I mean, it does bother me, especially when I see people who, in my opinion, have, like, trash content grow faster. But, again, I'm not, like, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, like, just me being from, it's, like, that laid-back Hawaii thing where it's, like, okay, well, whatever. But also, I'm, like, I'm older than a lot of, like, the trendy people on YouTube or on Instagram. So a lot of things, like, (laughs) follower growth doesn't really bother me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, you've, like, passed that already. Yeah. 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 How did you decide to first bring your, your boyfriend on YouTube? Because I feel like that's so personal. Mm-hmm. And, like, there had to be... Did you think about it a lot before you decided to make that jump and, like, introduce him to your audience? Um, well, at the beginning, our audience was the same because he's more fam- He's more popular to, than I am. Okay. So when we first started dating, it was just like, okay, well, I need, a, I need like... People to watch my videos, so you want to just go on. Yeah. Um, But honestly, now I try to keep it pretty private. Mm -hmm. And when he is in my videos, it's because he wants, like, he asks to be in his in my videos. So it's like, uh, we we did this cooking video once, and now now he asks, when are we gonna do another cooking video? When are we doing this? So it's yeah. And also, he's um, he's very like shy. Like when he's in my videos, he doesn't come across in my opinion, how he is with me personally. Okay. So it's just better to like keep him to myself. Mm-hmm. And also I see a lot of like my friends who get new boyfriends, they're always showing them off on Instagram and I'm like, I'm, I keep it to myself, but I want to tell them like, that's cool that you're excited, mm-hmm. but also when things go wrong, they're going to want to know why. They're yeah. not going to want to know your business. And yeah. they have they feel like they're entitled to do, like, to know everything. Yeah. So that's another, like, I learned my lesson with between Brian and I, like, years ago. Mm-hmm. So which is why I keep it everything to myself. Yeah. That's so So rude. I know, and I can, like, really hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're, like... I'm like, hello, can you leave? <laughs> God. People are so, like, so annoying sometimes. I know, I know. Like, you know what we're doing. We're right. staring at I you. Please leave. <laughs> I hate people. People are so dumb sometimes. <laughs> They're doing a podcast looking right at us. Right. <laughs> and we can hear you. <laughs> I almost don't want to cut this part out. <laughs> I mean, it's the, this is the reality. This is the reality of these guys. <laughs> people will give you tours, give apartment tours right outside. Yeah, we think it's glamorous, but we have people staring at us right now. I know. 
<laughs> we don't even have a face on. No. I feel like we're the same vibe. But your hair looks amazing. Thank you. This is, I had to curl it yesterday, but this is second day hair. And you know when you spray your hair, it gets crunchy? Uh-huh. It's like leftover crunchiness. So. But your hair is so healthy and long Thank and luxurious. You. Thank you. I don't use heat. That's my biggest tip. Oh, how do you curl it? Um, pin curling. Oh, okay. So I pin curl it overnight. Uh-huh. Um, I do like a little like scarf and wrap it around because yeah. I like toss and turn in my sleep. But the curls, I'm telling you, ne- like you won't get better curls because oh they last forever. Mm-hmm. But it's also like the shape of the curls when it falls, it gets prettier as it falls. Ooh, you should good try tip. it. Yeah, you should try it. Okay. Um, I can actually send you like a picture of like the clips that I use. You can yeah. get it at a beauty store. Yes, yes, store. Yeah. Because if you use the wrong clips. It's it ruins Yeah, you yeah. can't use the bobby pin. Totally. Our hair is not good on a bobby pin. Yeah. Yeah, it falls Ooh. off. Okay, yes, yeah. please send yeah, me. I'll send it over to you. Okay, now that we're talking about beauty, I'm just going to transition right into like getting all your beauty tips. Okay. Because the listeners are going to want them. How do you stay in shape? I work out five times a week. Oh my God. Walk us through it. Because... Um, well, I'm I'm someone that needs to be in a class environment. Mm-hmm. If I have to work out by myself, I I'm gonna just twiddle my thumbs because yeah. I don't know what to do, and yeah. I get bored. So we signed up for F45 actually. Do you love it? Love it, love it. Though it does depend on kind of the owner of your particular gym mm-hmm. because we've actually been to various gyms. Um, just around yeah. and our gym is my favorite obviously yeah but it's just like the vibe the vibe that you get yeah and it's like a really 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 good workout so it's is it like berries it's you used to go to berry yeah i've been to berries a couple times yeah. i'm just not a treadmill runner yeah i'm not into it f45 is definitely more hit workout and less trendy yeah it's more like gritty huh it's mm-hmm. more like you get you it's get literally it. like lifting the heaviest weight you can is it? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It's like doing pull-ups. It's doing push-ups. It's doing all that stuff. Whereas berries, I think it's like, you know, do it. Yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> the fuck, but what are some of your favorite skincare products? Because you're not wearing makeup right now, and your skin looks great. Um. Thank you. Yeah. I so Sanita's. I think it's like lemon scrub is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite scrubs ever because um, it's really fine okay. and. Um, I feel, I keep on thinking about every time I talk about a scrub, like the Neutrogena ones that are just really big and thick and they kind of ruin your skin. Yeah. These are so fine and it really helps because I get a lot of buildup around my nose and my chin. Mm-hmm. So doing like mini, um, like scrubbing lotions with my finger, oh. motions with my finger really helps um, get all that gunk out. Yeah. Um, and then I really like, um, like oil cleansers are really important to me. Yeah. So when people use like makeup wipes, it like mm-hmm. freaks me out. Cause I'm like, Ooh, doesn't your skin hurt? Really? I'm like, I live and die by makeup wipes. Uh-uh. Try, have you tried an oil cleanser? I have a touch of one, but you have eyelash extensions, right? Mm-hmm. I do too. Do they not fall off? Mm-hmm. Girl, I'm not rubbing my eye. Oh. I go around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good tip. Because I do have an oil cleanser that I've never used mm-hmm. because I'm scared of my eyelashes falling out. No, my eyelashes last about five five weeks. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Why do mine only last two? Because you're girling good. I don't know. Where do you, you go? I go to this girl in Koreatown. I've been going to her for five years. She's amazing. What? Jamie. Please. Shout out Jamie. Will you send me her contact? One hundred percent. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, because mine do not. Mine last two weeks, and they're, like, falling off. Oh. I need to fill right now. Uh-uh. Yeah. Though, I like a more natural look, uh-huh. and which is what she does really well. So, okay. I don't know if you might want to go someplace else, because uh-huh. a lot of people want, like, the glam the looks. Drama, yeah. And she doesn't really do that. Okay. So, But you want, just, like, go and test it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because yours look really good. Thank you. I love it. Yeah, them. these are one week. They look so full still. Mm-hmm. She's really good. Yeah. Okay. I need so, yeah. Uh, cleanser, oil cleanser. The Honestly, the eyelash extensions help as well. Because you don't have to wear makeup. Yeah. You look great. And then I use a lot of, like, um, I don't want to call it chemical peels, but chemical exfoliants. Okay. Because sometimes, like, even with my Sanitas exfoliant, like, scrub, if I want a more gentle exfoliant mm-hmm. while also adding moisture into my skin, I'll use a chemical exfoliant instead. So, like, Peach and Lily has a really good one. I think it's called the Resurfacing Mask. Uh-huh. And then there's one called, um, shoot, I can't remember the name. But it's a non-toxic brand that I really like. Okay. Can you give our listeners, like, top three beauty tips? Beauty or wellness or fitness? Okay. Well, sunscreen every day. Okay. 100%. Are you not, like, a sun baby? I, I used to be a sun baby. That's why your girl has all these like sunspots that she's trying to correct at 30. So, but not really. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because I did. I'm trying to like everything. I'm trying to do everything I can <laughs> to look as good as possible without like really fucking around with my face. Yeah. So, yeah, every time I go home now at the beach, I just always wear a hat. I yeah. always wear like the highest SPF I can find. And I don't really tan anymore. So oh. I used to do that up until, what, call like 2021, 20, 22. Yeah. Like and tanning then, beds, right? Not tanning beds. Okay. Yeah, I, actually I used to, but not, not as frequently as I did like just going outside yeah. and, in Hawaii and just yeah. tanning myself. But yeah, now it's, I don't even fuck with that. No. Wow. If I want to look tan, I'll do a spray tan. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everybody's telling me, like, I mean, like, their biggest secret is SPF, and I'm like, I love SPF too, but I still need a tan, and I'm like, I don't know where, how else we can get Girl, you need to just do it yourself. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, Vita Liberata. I okay. like their self-tanner. Okay. But yeah, stay out of the sun because you are going to regret it in a couple years. I honestly used to be, like, my color used to be continuously four shades darker than I am right now. Shut up. Mm-hmm. I was I was a little dark little girl. <laughs> <laughs> we were tan. Yeah, I we was tan and glowing. An island tan. But no, I'm in. I'm 32 now. I'm. I see. I see the regret in my face, literally, of why what I did to myself. So we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sun and hat all the time. Oh my god. I have a nice, cute collection of hats. I'll tell you that though. I have all the hats. <laughs> Whatever occasion. And it helps when I have my like day five hair and just like need to cover myself. <laughs> I hate washing my hair. Too. Oh god, it's the worst. <laughs> I get so greasy. Literally, I was one day I was like, Ugh, I have to wash my hair, but I don't want to, so I'm gonna just book something. Oh my god. <laughs> dry bar. Yeah, no, dry bar saves lives. Yeah, but yeah, sunscreen, and I would say like any type of physical activity, just yeah. like get out. Um, sometimes when I'm just like not in the mood to work out, mm-hmm. I'll just take my dogs for a really long walk. Yeah, it's just yeah. movement in your body is just really good for you, and being outside, yeah, um, just 
for me, it kind of just like brightens my spirit. Yeah. Um, and then water. I drink a lot of water and tea. I don't drink coffee. Yeah. I don't really drink alcohol too much. So it's mostly water and tea for me. Have you just never been like a big alcohol drinker, or has it been something that you've shifted into lately? Um, no, I, I, yeah, I've just never been kind of that drinker girl. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely have wine at dinner. Yeah. And I definitely have a bottle, a couple bottles of wine at home. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really open those up in, unless it's people are over or unless I'm at a dinner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to be a really big drinker. I mean, we all have those phases. Yeah, like the early 20s -hmm. were probably, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you could really see, even like looking back, like the skin, even though you were younger then, it was so much worse than your skin now. Yeah. Because of all the things that you put into your body. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Do you follow any like particular diet, by the way? No, I mean, I, I just try to listen to my body. Mm-hmm. So I know that red meat doesn't make me feel good, okay. though I'll still have Korean barbecue and shabu, but yeah. not as much as I used to. Yeah. I know cheese doesn't make me feel good, which I'll still eat, but mm-hmm. just not probably like once a week versus yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, French fries make me feel like shit. It's just listening to my body yeah. and um, avoiding things that make me feel sluggish. Yeah. Do you go to quarters in... Uh-huh. Yeah. I, yeah, we used to go all the time, but we actually haven't been because I just in general, I'm trying to cut down my red meat uh-huh. intake and pork intake. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, of course, it's so, great. It's so good. Yes. But they have that cheese dip. And then when you said meat and cheese, that's the first thing okay. I thought of. But let me, let me clarify. I don't like melted cheese. Unless it's oh. in a sandwich. Okay. Like, um, that thing from Quarters, I don't, it grosses me out. Really? You like it? It grosses me out. Yeah. I'll eat the veggies, just like eating it. Yeah. But to see people dip it, I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> You're gonna get grossed out because I'm like, <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, give me a side of ranch or something. Oh my god! <laughs> see, and I don't like ranch. Okay. Yeah, so I like switched around. But see, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm more of like, if we're gonna go like the melted route, I'm, I'm more of like a gravy person. Okay. And a dressing person versus like a melted cheese person. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. We'll never fight over food. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a morning routine? Uh, yeah, it's wake up. Naturally, I, I don't set my alarm okay. unless I have really? like an early call, call time. I try to just naturally wake up. Okay. And it tends to be around 6.30 or 7. Um, and then depending on whether it's 6.30 or 7, mm-hmm. I'll either take the 7 a.m. workout class or I'll walk my dogs and then take the 8 a.m. workout class. Okay. And then after that, I'll go home and make the dogs their food and then shower. Mm-hmm. And I don't really eat breakfast yeah. until... Or I don't eat breakfast at all, so Are that's probably my, my morning routine. You're like an early bird. Mm-hmm. You don't eat breakfast? I hate breakfast. Really? Mm-hmm. If if I am hungry, I'll either have a have a smoothie or like leftover dinner. Uh, like eggs gross me out. I don't like pancakes. I don't like yeah, toast. Yeah, so yeah. what else is there? Yeah. And like those overnight oats people keep on talking about, they suck. I don't know what kind of magical <laughs> oats everyone are using, but why is mine so liquidy? <laughs> oh my god! I yeah. have the same problem. I mean, it separates from the milk. It separates from the milk, right? Yeah. I thought they were, like the oats were supposed to absorb the milk. Uh, yeah, I thought it's supposed to be like creamy deliciousness, yeah. but why is it water? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Did I we hate. put it 
not like, do you put in too much milk? I mean, no. I'm following the recipe. As I'm not like just pouring stuff into my bowl. It's wild. So I don't even do overnight oats. That like, that's a scam. It. Yeah, that's a scam. Tried it. Not here for it. <laughs> okay, before we wrap the show. We do a segment every week. It's called Weekly Weakness, and it's all about like whatever you're obsessed with this week. So it could be a product, a TV show, a movie. Oh my an god! Anything. So right now, I'm obsessed with all of the really terrible Christmas holiday movies, like. Lifetime. Lifetime, yeah, because it's all on Hulu now. It's on Netflix. Some are on Amazon Prime, yeah. and they're trash. Like they are so bad, but I watch them. It's I love pleasure. love them. Oh my god, which ones have you seen? Um, I can't even remember the names. They're very unmemorable, but I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I I just watched one about I think it was like the Christmas shopper, where it was like someone is a personal shopper uh-huh. and then they fall in love with a client, but she also the client has a bad relationship with their son because he's always working, so I was trying to fix that, but then Christmas Christmas Eve comes around yeah. and then they're happy together. Yeah. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. That's how it always ends. I know. <laughs> Christmas fixes everything. I know. There's one with Leah Michelle. <gasps> wait, oh wait, where's that one? I've seen posters about I, it. Why do I feel like that one's on lifetime? Is it's it like a, it's Leah Michelle, she goes Oh. It's in like, is it on a beach? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I've seen the poster. Yeah. For some reason, I, I thought that was on trailer. Netflix. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm like Mr. Humber. But I also haven't seen it pop up on my Netflix feed, so I don't even know. <laughs> what movies are on Netflix? I don't think I've seen a Christmas movie pop up. Um, well, the what is it called? The Christmas Princess or Christmas Prince? Okay. Like it's a three. Wait, you have okay. So. This is the third installment of the series. There's three. There's three of them. The first, I don't really remember the name of it, but it's basically a journalist um, goes to like some European country to get like the secret dibs on a party partying prince. Okay. That ends up being a really nice guy, and they fall in love, and then they got married, and then in this one they're having a baby. So. And the third one, they're getting the, divorced. No, this is the third one. Maybe oh. the fourth one. We'll see. Oh, maybe the fourth one. Maybe the fourth one. But yeah, there's there's a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, I don't know if that's the Christmas movie, the one with Christina Milian. She, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, um, uh, she goes to Australia. Yeah, like yes. the inn or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a cute one. That's a cute one. That one's a cute one. Ooh. And then okay. I think there's one with Charlotte from um, Sex in the City. I love her. I think it's on Netflix. Okay. It's either on Netflix or Amazon Prime. Okay. But she, uh, her husband surprises her with a divorce. And then she would, they, I guess they were supposed to go like to Africa for Christmas. And then she decided to go with herself and then falls in love with Rob Lowe. Oh my god. Okay, I think that was cute. Mm-hmm. That and was then, cute. and then she also falls in love with rescuing elephants. So it's okay. like that too. Okay, cute. Mm-hmm. You make me want to watch Christmas movies. I usually never, but I'm like, okay, these sound actually really cute. I mean, don't get your hopes up because they're all trash, <laughs> but they'll make you feel nice and warm. <laughs> A cozy vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you tell our listeners where they can find you? So you can find me on Instagram and on YouTube at Asia Dang, A-J-A-D-A-N-G. And then you can listen to our podcast with my best friend, Laura Varney. It's called Heavy Topics with Lightweights. Mm-hmm. And we get drunk and talk to people <laughs> about serious stuff, but it's really fun. <laughs> 
what better time to talk about a serious topic? I know. <laughs> everybody, everyone's wasted. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on today. No, thank you. It was so much fun. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Asia Dang. I have listed her Instagram, her YouTube, and her podcast in the show notes below, so make sure you guys go check it out. All right, thank you so much for coming to hang out with me this week, you guys. Stay safe, stay inside, wash your hands, and until we get through this quarantine and lockdown order or whatever the fuck, I will be right here with you, and I'll see you next Friday. Bye. Thank you.